Hi, you're listening to the Grace House Podcast. We are a little country church in Clinton, Arkansas, and our mission is to glorify God in love and worship, to love one another, to teach and equip disciples for Christ, to encourage the church to do something great for God, to saturate the earth with the gospel so that multitudes will be saved. Thanks for joining us, and here is our pastor, Terry Simpson. So uh, I'm gonna. You don't need to turn your Bible. I'm gonna have us turn here in a few minutes. But I want to read several scriptures that I put in your notes back there on the table. Let me just read these to you. Some of the things we've covered uh, lately, uh, and great multitudes followed Jesus, and He healed them all. That's in the Bible. Jesus did this. Uh, and then in Luke six nineteen, the whole multitude sought to touch Him, for power went out from Him and healed. Them all. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid hands on every one of them and healed them. Luke 4 40. Hebrews 13 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. The same Jesus that walked in the Gospels, healing people, is the same Jesus today. He has not changed. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? That has to do with uh, why I'm asking God to heal me and why I I want you to join me in this prayer. You'll understand more as we go through this. I I know I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for me. This is what began to well up in my heart, and I, I, I wrote it down, and then I ran it off. And, and uh, so I'm going to share this with you. I got it for your permanent record where why I'm asking God to heal me. Uh, everybody wants to be well, healthy. Everybody does. Your medicine cabinet declares that. Your, the premiums, the high premiums on your health insurance declares that. You pay that because you want to be healthy. But most people don't want to be sick because they don't want to feel bad. And they don't want to die. There's nothing wrong with those reasons. But there's a better reason. There's a more important reason for wanting to be well. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about. And right off the bat, I want to tell you, uh, I am not afraid to die. That's not why I want to be healed, because I'm afraid to die. I can, I can promise you, I have no fear of death. God delivered me of the fear of death 35 years ago. I never even thought about dying. Till one night, in the middle of the night, Linda and I are lying in the bed in, in Weatherford, Texas. I pastored Harmony Baptist Church there. And I had this excruciating pain, just like a knife went through my chest. And I knew what it was. And I got out of bed. I was holding my chest. Simpson men don't go to the doctor. That's just the way it is. You have to know that. And so I'm walking through the house with this excruciating pain. And I had heard something about aspirin. So I took a couple of aspirin. And, and I'm walking in. And I, and I get on the floor, the, 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 uh, the bathroom off from the master bedroom. Uh, I'm on the floor writhing in pain. And all of a sudden, the peace of God came over me. I cannot describe this. I felt like I was already in heaven. The pain was still there. But there was like a perfect peace on me. And I finally got up off the floor, 
went back and laid down in the bed without waking Linda up, which is a miracle in itself. Uh, and, 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 and I knew, I just knew in my heart, I'm going to wake up in heaven. I knew that. And when I opened my eyes the next morning, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't wake up in heaven. I was still here. But in that moment, God delivered me. I have no, and I, for 35 years now, 35 years, I have lived with no fear of death. I have none. Because I have eternal life. According to John 3.16, I believe in Jesus. I have eternal life. And my spirit is never going to die. My body may sleep for a while, but my, I'm, I will rise from the dead. Because Jesus lived, I will live also. I have no fear of dying. That's not why I want to be healed. If I were to breathe my last breath right now, I have lived a blessed life. I am 74 years old. I know I don't act like it. I know I don't look like it. <laughs> By the way, when I let the, the elders know about my, my diagnosis, Howard Robert said, we're already planning your 60th anniversary in the ministry at Grace Church. <laughs> That was a good word. That was a good word. Uh, uh, I, I've lived, I have pastored for over, for 50 years. I, God has used me. I have baptized 1,250 plus people, just me alone. When we, when I left a year in Nepal, the line was so long of converts who had been, that I baptized, me and Pastor Tika baptized. I have been a missionary all over the world. I have done pastor's conferences all over the world. I have discipled so many I lost count. I have mentored so many. I'm a published author. You know, glory to God. I have been studying the word, living the word, preaching the word for over 50 years. Man, I am blessed. If I never live another day, I have lived a blessed life. Not only that, but I had the privilege of living, knowing, and being married to Linda for over 50 years. 52 years we were together. What a woman. You all, most of you know Linda. Incredible. I was married to this woman. <laughs> Love the Lord. Trust the Lord. Wise in the Lord. Witty. You cannot get more witty than Linda. She kept us cracked up. Uh, and we loved each other. For 52 years. The only woman until she passed away and I met Holly that I'd ever told that I loved was the woman I got to spend 52 years with. Not only that, but I have four beautiful daughters. And they love the Lord. And they're all believers. And they're all in their 40s. I don't think any of them hit 50 yet, have they? I don't know. I don't, no, no. 49, had four girls in five years and they're all in their 40s. I'm a blessed man. I have 11 grandkids and they love me and I love them. We have a great relationship. I even have a great grandson. Well, I'm a blessed man. If I died right now, I lived a blessed life. I'm not worried about dying. Not only that, but after Linda passed away, God brought Holly into my life. I couldn't ask for a better wife on this earth right now than Holly. She is a perfect soulmate. She is involved in ministry. She has loved the Lord. On her profile, we met on, online, by the way, 
That freaks people out. You met online? Yeah, I met, we met online. I actually have a car. I have lights in my house. I have a TV. We met online. I mean, we're up to snuff on stuff, you know? And, uh, and, uh, she, and I saw this beautiful woman, and I went, she is single? And, uh, and on a profile, it said, if, you do not lo- if Jesus is not the number one love of your life, don't bother contacting me. And I went, like. <laughs> we, we have been married for over two years, about two and a half years now. And I'm telling you, I'm living the life. She takes care of me. We love each other and we serve each other. And it's, it's, I have an incredible life. George Bailey has nothing on me. Only I have it over George Bailey because I know I have a wonderful life. Right? So I, about to die right now, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I have no fear of dying at all. Let me tell you why I want the Lord to heal me. Not only because I can continue in the ministry another 10 years, another 25 years, we're just now beginning to publishing. I've got about 40 books that are all in my computer waiting to be put in, in the books. This is only the first one. Still has, it's being printed right now. Uh, but I, I got a lot of, I got a lot of, a lot of ministry to do, a lot of pastoring to do, a lot of mentoring to do, a lot of discipling to do, a lot of training to do. I, I, I want to finish strong. But that's not really What's on my heart? What's on my heart is this. I want us to know in this church and everybody that's listening, everybody that knows me, that the Jesus Christ that we find in the Bible is the same Jesus Christ that is alive today. And his word is true. All those things I read, he's not only the savior of my soul, he's the healer of my body. That's in the Bible. He not only died for our sins, he died for our sickness. His broken body was for our sicknesses. That's what the scripture teaches. I want people to know that God keeps his word. He is a, everything it says about him in here is true. He is our Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. That's his name. Jesus, everything Jesus said about himself, everything he did, showed us and, and said to us is true. It's true. He is all these things to us. He is life. He is power. He is compassion. It says he he had compassion and he healed them of all their sicknesses. This is true. Regardless of what happens to me, I want people to know this is true. It's not true because I'm, it's just true because it's true. It is the word of God. All the promises in the word of God are true. And I want the devil to know that. See, he doesn't want us to believe that. And he attacked at that very point, at that very point, at this particular time, to prove that the Bible is not true. That the word of God is not true. That God is lying. You know, when Jesus was attacked in the wilderness, the devil came at him. What what were the first words out of the devil's mouth? Three times. If you are the son of God, you know what, what, where Jesus had just come from before he went, went into the wilderness? From the river Jordan. Baptized in water, the Spirit of God came upon him, and what happened? God spoke from heaven and said, this is my son. So he left there and went into the wilderness. What did the devil say to him? If you're the son of God. That's the attack. 
Just like the devil did with Eve. God said, you eat that tree, you'll die. The devil said, you will not surely die. God's lying to you. You cannot trust what God says. That's what the devil wants. Well, I'm not giving him that pleasure. I believe the word of God. And I believe that he is everything he says he is. He is full of compassion. He's full of power. And he heals people. And he's going to prove it. And I want God to heal me, not only to prove that God is true and let everybody else be a liar, especially the devil. He's the father of lies. But I, 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 want, I want this for the glory of God. The glory of God. God doesn't get glory out of sick people. I mean, I'm, I, I know there's a certain grace given to people. But I mean, you don't go into funeral homes and say, glory to God, praise God, what a wonderful thing. I, wouldn't, I would not advise that. You don't go into the hospital and do that. But when somebody, somebody has been healed of cancer or healed of whatever, that's when you say what? Glory to God. Glory to God. And you applaud and give God glory when God does good things. The sum of my theology is very simple. I shared this before. God good, devil bad. God good, devil bad. And every bad thing in your life He's the author of it. The devil is the author of it. And every good thing in your life, every good and perfect gift comes from God to bless your life. He is good. Jesus said, the thief come to steal, kill, destroy your life. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So this is going to glorify God. This glorifies God. I want God to be glorified in my life. Now, what I want you to do is turn with me to, uh, I'm asking you to join me in prayer. Go with me to Mark chapter 11. I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures with you because I want you with me on this journey. I love you and I want you with me in this journey. I don't want anybody depressed. I don't want anybody sad. Don't come to me. Oh, Mother Terry. I'll probably turn around and walk off. Because we're going to pray in faith. We're not going to pray, oh, Lord. I want to hear it. Look what he says in uh, verse 22, Mark eleven twenty-two. 22. Uh, Jesus said, have faith in God. In verse 23, he says, most surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, this tumor, whatever it is, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. I, I just feel like faith is coming to people right now. <sighs> Pardon me. Some of you are getting this. I've been preaching this for six months. Some of you are getting it right now. Uh, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. All God's works are voice activated. Amen. But what I'm getting at is verse four, 24. Therefore, I say to you, therefore, I, Jesus, say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. I want you to join me in asking. I want you to join me in praying. And when we do, we're going to believe that we receive. And when we believe that we receive, and we continue to believe that we receive, we don't have to ask more than once. What I'm doing is this. I've asked the Lord. I'm I'm not going to ask Him again. Because I ask Him, and I believe that I've received when I ask Him. What I'm doing now is speaking to this thing. I'm speaking to it. I'm speaking to it. Get out of my body. Get out of my body. 
Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take that hand. Come on. Get out of my body. I want you to join me in this. Get out of my body. Get out of his body. Be removed. Be cast into the sea. Back into hell where you came from. Cancer is from hell. We believe that we receive. And after we believe that we receive, we speak to the thing. Speak to the thing. Speak to the thing. And I will have. That's what Jesus, I'm, not, I'm just quoting Jesus here. The reason I want to, I'm sharing this with you, I don't know how much more I'll say about it in the future. We're going to be back in Matthew Wednesday night and, and next Sunday, whatever. But go with me to Matthew chapter 18. Uh, Matthew chapter 18 is speaking about the unity in, in the body of Christ, in the church. Uh, and then it, speaking of that unity, I'm going to read verse 18, but I'm really not getting to verse 18. Surely I say to you, Matthew 18, 18, whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. Again, I say to you, Jesus underlines this. This is like highlighted. I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Jesus said that. Jesus said that. And I believe that's true. So we got more than two. I think he means more than two or at least two. So I'm asking you to join me. Will you join me? Whatever they ask, Jesus said, red letter. You know, the whole Bible is inspired by God, but this, this is Jesus talking here. It will be done for them. It will be done for them. It will be, same future tense. It will be done for them. Whatever you ask, it will be done. Remember Mark? Uh, 1124, we just read it. Uh, believe that you, when you ask, believe that you receive, and you will have it. That's future. You will, it will be done. It will be done. It will be done. And I believe that God wants to prove His Word. He wants to prove, hey, I'm, I'm not mincing words here. When I said it will be done for you, it will be done for you. And God is going to be glorified. God is going to be glorified. For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. I'm not dying is gain. It would be better for me to take off. Hopefully, it wouldn't be better for you. I don't know, but it would be better for me. Uh, but I'm I'm wanting to live. Why? For the glory of God, for the continuation of the ministry that he, God has given me, and that He can show. See there, I told you the truth. I want you to bow your heads with me. I want you to commit yourself to God. To pray. Not just pray for me, but pray in faith. And when you pray, believe that you receive. And then I want you to speak to this thing. Every day. All the time. And people all over the world already told me they're praying. I mean, people I haven't seen or even talked to for years contacted me. Heard about. I'm praying for you. God's going to come through. If he doesn't, I'm okay with it. But I believe he will. I have no doubt. If you shall not, shall not doubt in your heart. So right now, I want you to just breathe a prayer for me. Would you do that? Breathe a prayer for me. Speak. Speak to this thing. It will leave. It will leave. Jesus said so, and I believe every word that he spoke. I believe every word in the Bible. 
Jesus Christ has not changed. He is still the same today as he was then. He is full of compassion. He is full of life, and he is our healer. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to have communion.